everyone and welcome to what's your jersey podcast i'm your host jacqueline marfuji and thank you for tuning in i hope everyone's had a good week week and a half i um i don't know about you but we had a lot of holidays just come up there was passover there was easter and for me there was just like a lot of eating and drinking and not working out as much and hanging out with family. And so, you know, that happened and I, you know, needed to take a little time off from the pod. Uh, just like the person we're going to talk about, um, who has been taking some time off from the spotlight, um, ish, uh, before we get to that, I just want to say meatballs. Thank you so much for reaching out and responding to certain like IG stories and certain things I've said on the podcast. I really, really love hearing from you. So please feel free. Hit me up at Jacqueline Marfuji on Instagram. You could find out how to spell that in the podcast notes because I know it's a mouthful. Um, also what's your Jersey podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send me an email, say what's up. Uh, I have awesome sponsors coming up for you guys. Uh, for this week we have, if you do like working out and you do love not leaving your house, uh, just go to playojam.com and you can get a discount on your online member. Uh, I think it's an online membership. So you can basically just work out and do workout videos with me and a bunch of the other amazing instructors from your house. Uh, my promo code is shocker meatballs. So just type in M E A T B A L L S and you get money off and you can work out at home. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. I know it's my guest's favorite thing to do ish. Maybe she doesn't really like to work out that much. She's just really hot without it. Um, <laughs> I feel like we'll just get to it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for rating, reviewing and subscribing. Please keep doing that. And remember, please share with your friends. Cause that's how I find out about my favorite podcasts. I don't know about you, but that's what I like. Uh, there is so much we have to talk about and there's a lot going on. That's very just on brand with what we're talking about today that, uh, we're going to get right to it. Uh, my guest this week is a What's Her Jersey podcast favorite. She's already been on. Uh, she has a fabulous book that you should all definitely pick up. It's what I like to call Sprummer. I feel like a lot of people have been oh, saying like Sprummer recently. Uh, this is the so, first I've heard of it. Oh, now I'm stealing it and it's going to be my new word of Sprummer. Of Sprummer. Because granted, we live in West Hollywood and it's already really hot here. And I've been seeing pictures posted all weekend from like the Jersey Shore. Everyone's in a bikini out on the beach hanging out. Um, so my guest book is the perfect Sprummer read. It's called According to a Source. Uh, you guys can all go back to her episode and check out. We go in-depthly into what the book's about and all that. But she's an established published author. She has worked on many red carpets. She's an actress. And she's hot as fuck. And the coolest thing about her is that she's from New Orleans uh, everyone, welcome Abby Stern back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. And can I come over every day and get that intro if I'm like feeling down? Oh, yes. Thank yes. You. Yes. All of you meatballs. If you are feeling down, you can go to Cameo and I will, <laughs> I will personally give you an intro. How about that? Perfect. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you for coming over and writing with me. Uh, thanks for having me and for feeding me. I know. I feel bad. I've given you a very like basic. Um, it was like a plateful of food that I housed. So. Uh, it was a plateful mm -hmm. of cheese and meat with a side of just like Easter candy. 
I'm not mad at it. You're not mad at it. Okay, no, cool. I'm, I'm not mad at that either. With a side of Pinot Grigio, I'm not going to lie. Guys, I want to play a drinking game tonight or today. I don't know when you're listening. I hope you're at home cleaning. If you're cleaning, you should definitely be drinking wine. I definitely recommend that. Um, if you're in your house, maybe drink some water. I don't, not house, in your car. Uh, maybe drink some water. Ice coffee, ice latte. Ice coffee, ice latte. First brummer. Yeah, first brummer. Um, or sip on an Aperol Spritz. They're my mm-hmm. favorite thing. That's what I was drinking all weekend with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad has been drinking them for like 20 years. Um, so I feel like I was a little ahead of the game. It took me a while to get into them though. I'm a fan. You're a fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it took me a few tries. I say try anything twice and then you'll know if you like really don't like it. Yeah. Anyway, drinking game alert. When we say the word Brittany... <laughs> Um, you're going to be smashed in like seven minutes. You're going to be really drunk. Um, which is great. Who doesn't want to get wine drunk with your friends listening to mm-hmm. us talk about Miss Britney Spears? Um, <laughs> that might happen a few times on this podcast. So I asked Abby to do this podcast because I couldn't think of anyone more perfect because she, I, I feel like you're an even more hardcore Britney Spears fan than I am. I am. I feel like you're, like, slightly more gaga. I go back and forth. I do text you a lot about Brittany, I feel like. But then I'm like, oh, like, I feel like I'm a little more intense. I feel like you know, like, the details. I mean, I do, like, scour. Like, I look. I'm curious. I'm interested. I can't help it. I'm fascinated by her. What was, like, your first – okay, we're talking about Britney Spears because there's been a lot going on with Ms. Spears lately that everyone can't shut the fuck up about. So why why not just join in on the bandwagon, right? Yeah. Okay, I want to know when you were hooked by Britney. I mean, I think it was the Baby One More Time video. Mm. Um, you know, so I have to say I will just be totally forthcoming here. At first, I was a hater because she was from Louisiana and she was – 16 when the baby video came out and she just became like all the rage and I was like who the fuck is this girl like I'm from Louisiana too like I'm talented like my mom wouldn't let me move to LA to like start pursuing acting and writing and all of that stuff so I was a little bit jealous because she started becoming this like huge sensation and then I was like wait but she's really amazing and she's I had so to, cool yeah so I like switched from being a hater to being a super fan I I was not a hater from the beginning I was a hater I mean, of Gaga from the beginning it was it was only just I because flipped. I was jealous and you know teen girls aren't always the nicest thank you for being honest yeah I mean I'm not proud Safe of this space. I'm not proud of it but I do feel like if I'm gonna come on here and talk about Britney I have to like really bear my you soul. have to come clean guys I, do. I gotta come clean you heard it here first I know I know I'm not proud of it at all it's a big regret of mine in life is she like a pride and joy of people that are from Louisiana like or is it not that big of a deal anymore I mean I wouldn't say she's the pri- – like, for me, she is. I feel like that we have a special – I feel like very connected to her yeah. because a little bit of Louisiana. But it's definitely not, like, a topic of conversation. And I definitely tried to go to the Britney Spears Museum over Christmas, which is in Kentwood. And so it's not open every day. And it's a little far away from New Orleans, so I would have to drive. So I tried to call um, to see when they would be open. And it's, like – uh, not even a voicemail. It's like an actual answering machine and they never called back. Oh so God. TBD, if it's open still or not. Yeah, is it open? It's kind of like part of the Kentwood. Oh, I could Google it, but like 
I don't want to say Kenwood Historical Society or Kenwood Museum, which is kind of just like a little shack. And then they've got all this Britney memorabilia. Um, I mean, it's, it's... But it's also, they only say on Yelp that they're open like three days a week. And then I never got a call. So I was like, I don't really want to drive like two, two and a half hours away or whatever. And then them be closed. Um, I just have to say. Yes. I didn't even realize this until just now. We are officially recording this on April 24th, and that is officially Britney Spears Day in Kentwood, Kentwood Louisiana. Shut up. Yeah. Um, oh they God. put it in into – they instated it in 1993, so I feel like this is very just kismet. It's It was oh. meant to be, Abby. I feel it. Yeah. I'm feeling the energy and the vibe. Oh, <laughs> the Britney vibes. Yeah. Uh, guys, I made the mistake, um, and this isn't me, like, bragging by any means. I can – apparently pay rent um it's expensive (laughs) as fuck out here in los angeles guys but we happen to have two different alexas in the house fuck now that i said her (laughs) name shit's gonna start getting loud um and right before abby got here i wanted to set a mood so i was just like alexa play britney spears and from the two different rooms baby one more time start oh it's happening I hope you guys can hear that. I know. There was a baby one more time and womanizer playing like simultaneously. And it was just. Oh, toxic. toxic. Oh, wait. And we got work bitch going on. It's It's a a lot, guys. It's a good mashup. I feel like like if you ever just want to like fuck with people, do some Britney mashups with the Alexas in the house. Right. You know what? I have just speaking of mashups. For some reason on my um, iTunes, like on my phone, um, I have the um, Britney Rihanna S&M remix that Ooh. always comes up, but it says Beast of Burden by Rolling Stone. So it's the art for S&M with Britney and Rihanna. And then it says like Beast of, Burden's Rolling, Beast of Burden, Rolling Stones. And I'm like, I kind of want to hear that mashup. Yeah, I'm not, I could be into that. Yeah. You know what mashup I w- always wanted to hear more from? I want to hear... Britney Spears, I'm a slave for you, and The Doors, Light My Fire. Like, oh. I feel like those, because they are kind of, like, slower and beat and kind of have, like, a similar theme I mean, I feel like I'm a slave for you right now. Like, that's got a whole new meaning. Oh, uh, guys, she brought us there. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. You set it up. I, I got to tee it off. Okay, Abby. And, guys, I've heard a few podcasts with, it's just, like, two girls ranting back and forth about Britney. I don't really want to rant back and forth. But we love her so much, and I just so much. Want... Please don't use my old hater status against me. Like <laughs> I, there is nothing but love in my heart for Miss B. I am. Um, can you break down really quickly for the meatballs? Like what the fuck has been up? Um, most sure, recently? I'll do my best. So there was a podcast that came out where somebody had called in and said that they were a paralegal at a firm that um, had worked with Britney's conservatorship and that um, the facility, the wellness facility she was at, she was at against her will, that she had stopped taking her medication as prescribed and that her father canceled domination as a result, which was her show that was her new residency in Vegas, and um, that he sent her to this facility. Um, So when all of this came out, havoc among Britney fans online kind of broke loose because... They thought that he was abusing the conservatorship. So this free Britney hashtag and movement started. And um, they're trying to get her out of the facility, but really more trying to get her out of the conservatorship and trying to, like, take a closer look at to what's been going on in the conservatorship. <sighs> I know. It's, like... Not I, pleasant. It's not pleasant. And I do, like, sh- you know, showing some light on an issue. And I feel like maybe... If anything really shady was going on, then maybe this has, like, brought it to the forefront. Mm -hmm. But, like, are we detectives? Like, 
Well, you know, it's funny. People, um, hold on. Alexa, off! <laughs> Toxic made it. Still Toxic going. was still strong. Whatever. We could, deal. we could deal with um, one. What was I going to say? Now I'm just like Detectives. trying to sing along. Are Detective. we okay, so um, people are saying, because they've been posting videos, which we'll get to recently, yeah. there have been some Britney posts, allegedly, possi- very possibly from Britney. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the comments from the diehard free Britney fans are saying, you know, we're not easily fooled. This is clearly a few weeks ago. Her body looks different than when she was photographed yesterday. And they say like, we're invest. We can figure stuff out. We investigate this shit. So clearly they think they are investigators, yeah. whether they should be or should not be. I 100%. Cause I've wasted a lot of time looking at that. Oh guys, I don't know about you. Meatballs listening. I can lose a good two hours of my life going down a deep rabbit hole, yeah. in, like Instagram video story rabbit hole on just Britney Spears memes quotes. And now it's even it's I love it, but like I have so many friends that send me Britney memes that are so fucking funny. And now I've started just making my own because it's just guys, it's fun. It <laughs> it's really fun to make your own memes, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it helps your following if you <laughs> if you're into that shit. Um, yeah, I can lose hours just looking up even just old britney videos of her my favorite thing britney and dance rehearsals from the early 2000s Um, well let me just show you the saved videos on my tags on instagram because we should have like a saved videos off see what happens i i feel like well i don't know i don't know which one of us i have some other things too but like there's just like there's definitely a lot of Brittany. Oh, wow. Yours is a lot more. And I have, um, I've got just, I've got, for some reason, I've really been into Crying Me a River lately. <gasps> yes. Um, again, but like, yeah, I've got a lot. <laughs> no, I, I, speaking of Crying Me a River, I'm doing, um, I've talked about this before on the podcast. Uh, I originally did the funny dance show, maybe like a year and a half. And I did a whole Britney Spears medley and Lance mm-hmm. Bass was one of the judges, the funny dance show at the comedy store. It's going to be airing on E! Uh, now I think it's not airing until the winter. It's supposed to premiere this summer. I don't know what's happening. Um, anyway, I did a whole Britney medley and it was phenomenal. But one of my like first instincts was to do like a whole dance battle thing between Britney and Justin to Crimea River. Well, now I'm doing the show again and Dana Moon and I, who, hi Dana, um, her and I are on a team and we're going against Jeremiah Watkins and Willie Hunter, who are hilarious male comics and I all I want because the main judge of this whole show is Brian Friedman shut up who is one of Britney's like he choreographed her tours he was in the honestly for you video he's my absolute favorite choreographer I used to sneak into New York to take his classes when I was younger like I probably I'll stand on stage and just like cry when he's sitting there That's like so exciting wait when is this this is on May 7th you guys should come to the comedy wait, store this is that okay yeah. I'm gonna come if you're in Los Angeles on May 7th come I'm to totally the comedy coming. store yes I'll have some bad wine and black out again perfect <laughs> yes yeah, so you always look out at, at the comedy store it's just like a right of passage at the comedy store of course that's Savvy a great v. idea I love think I have it to go for like some vodka sodas next time there you go maybe yeah, yeah. oh that's so skinny girl of you um yeah so i think they should do because i can't really do a britney thing again because i've already done it 
you know, like that's what's expected. But what do you do in front of him and inside? I know. I know. I know. That's how I, I, it's like, guys, it's an inner struggle. It's an inner battle. I'll help you. I'm going to, it's solve. I think you've got to, I've got, I think you've got to pay homage to the master. Oh God. I don't know. No, I think there's other people that are doing Britney stuff and but they're not like you. I know they're not. And I got to just pass the torch. I got to pass it and just be like, you do you. I'll raise the bar and I'll do something even better. I want to be unexpected. Okay. You know, like when Britney stripped off that pinstripe suit oh, from Oops, my, I Did It Again. Oh, my God. VMAs. Like that was of, a transformative moment. I, I mean, mean, oh, God, when that suit came ripped off. And, and to start with. It's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I believe. Is it? I, yeah. I think that it, the actual outfit, it's in a museum. And I want to say it's that. I want that. I, that's a goal for me to have enough money to buy the Britney riff off. Pin. I'm even fine just paying like a seamstress to literally make one that fits my body and like makes <gasps> me look good. Right. That's... Like for Halloween, I don't, I'm not a big Halloween person in dressing up, but my loophole is I will forever, like I'll just have like Britney Spears. So if I can get the denim dress, if I can get like, you have the perfect the... body type for it too. Oh, I feel like you. all of these I can get work that. Well. If I can like recreate even crazy, I'll get the green crop top Ugh. and the black like leggings. Yeah. Any of it. That's like, why I was never a Britney for like Halloween because I, guys, I don't have abs. I love cheese and I love wine and yeah, abs and were just she's never a, a workout thing. instructor, guys. <laughs> Again, she, she looks amazing. I work out to stay medium. I, to just stay like just enough like tightness, like things are good, but they could be like Britney 2001 level good. And I well, still. We're not 20. Exactly. The, we're not. <laughs> rude um no i literally goals that's a bucket list thing to either have someone make the ripoff pinstripe suit or to just buy it from the rock and roll wow wow you just added another bucket list thing that's do you have any bucket list things oh i have a lot like Um, britney bucket list things britney well i mean i would love to actually meet her i've like been in the same room as her oh you have what tell us everything you just said events and like it's been very, it was all post 2008. I mean, aside from like concerts, you know, yeah. um, and is just very like handled. I mean, like, but like just getting to see her has, I mean, like breathe the same air, which I know sounds so lame, but yeah, that's it's like, creepy. I know, <laughs> but you know what? Like, I'm like really like jaded and unimpressed by like 99% of things in this town. Got it. But the things I'm impressed by, it's like Britney and the Rolling Stones and like those things are like, Oh my god! Yeah. Like I am, like I become a fan because I'm like oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Who the fuck cares? You know well, what yeah, I mean? Like we all used that to stuff. Run like, into him at hi- yeah, hi. but like even like I would have friends and they'd be like, oh my god, like so and so's over there. I'm like, so what? And, but like those, the Stones and Britney. Also, by the way, the two like concerts I was supposed to see this year both canceled. Both so canceled? I got yeah, the Stones canceled because Mick Jagger had heart surgery and I had tickets for Jazz Fest. Um, and Britney oh. Domination was canceled. So a friend and I just got tickets. Um, this will show my age to see Bush um, when they're. I mean, Glycerine Live. Right? That. So, but I go, don't expect to actually attend this show because every show I bought tickets for this I mean, year everything happens like, in threes, Abby. So yeah. I can't give you much hope. Gavin, don't fuck me over on this. <laughs> I feel like you could see a good cover band and it would be the same. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. I, I won't crush your glycerine dreams. I mean, I need some kind of hope, right? I feel I like I need a hope. good cry. I might have to listen to that like alone in a dark room after this podcast. <laughs> it's a good album. Both of them. Right. 16 Stone and Razorblade Suitcase. Oh, whoa. Oh, I was a fan. Meatballs, I hope you enjoyed those albums too <laughs> as much as Abby did. Um, yeah, Britney is a slave to something right now. And we're trying to figure it out. We really are. I'm concerned. I, here's the thing, even just like the photos, 
she just doesn't look well. And like, regardless of any other circumstances, like I just want her to get well, whatever that entails, Mm -hmm. because she just doesn't seem happy and all there. And like, I, I don't know if you ever like changed birth control. Um, but when I have in the past, it's made me like, and I say this word, um, with just, but it's made me psycho and crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've just felt like I was kind of going out of my mind. So when it's an antipsychotic, if that's what it is, because we don't know what she's actually been diagnosed with, but I would imagine that it's some kind of, that she's on some kind of medication for something. Mm-hmm. I think when you're like either weaned off and you get on something new, it's a really big adjustment period. And it does like mess with your head a little bit, regardless of what it is. Oh, I even like just stopped taking birth control cold turkey because I was like I don't like this shit like I don't like what I'm feeling how I'm acting like I didn't like the hormonal I changes like so needy and like clean everything everything made like... me cry and yes I know you're listening probably going hey maybe you should have changed like your birth control or the dosage but I was like fuck this I don't want this in my body also I had probably a handful of girlfriends who were going through like IVF and everything else being like get off birth control so like that might have helped with the decision too but I just, I mean, the hormonal change yeah. just when you're getting your period once a month is enough to, like, freak someone out. Like, I can't imagine just cold turkey stopping taking your meds. Actually, that's a lie. I can't imagine that. I cold turkey stopped taking Prozac when I moved to Los Angeles. And it was... That sounds awful. Right? Like, a really like, bad who idea. does that? Who's like, just like, every, I can do like, it. Like, a drug dealer would probably be like, wean yourself off this shit, Jacqueline. Like, not even a doctor. I was just like, I don't need this. I can't cry in acting class. And so I just oh stopped. Gosh. What a dummy. Oh. I think I'm okay, though. I think we'll you're, see. Yeah, you're great. I don't know. I think the biggest thing here is, and I don't know about you as a huge Britney fan, I have come to terms with the fact that I am never going to get my 2001 Britney back again. So I feel like a lot of people want that and they're like, she can get back there. She could do this. It's never going to be the same. And I personally feel like she is going to have to deal with this and battle with these like mental health issues and these struggles and just everything for the rest of her life. Yeah. You're looking at me. No, no, I completely agree. Um, I do think that with certain piece of me shows like, Mm -hmm. and you can kind of see, an ebb and flow to like when she was like really feeling great and feeling herself and like really hitting that choreography yeah. and to when I don't want to say lazy, but when she was not as on top of it. Totally. Um, and look, we're, she was also 20 in 2000 yeah. and you're never going to get a 30. I think she's almost 37. Yeah. She's 37. Yeah. That's you're never going to have that 20, regardless of whether you I have mean, um, mental health issues or not. I, there are exceptions to the rule. Like, I feel like Demi Moore looked way better at like, 40 than she did at True, 20. but, like, also, she wasn't, like, a dancer and yes. didn't have, like, those kinds of Like, we weren't issues. just looking at how she was moving. We were just staring at her bone structure and her abs and, like, yeah. her new body that came out of nowhere. I think Brittany does, um, when she's feeling good, I think that she does look great. It's just also, like, she's not 20. Um, when I'm going through something or, like, feeling stress... I don't care if I'm putting on the same face cream every night. I don't care if I'm eating the same shit. I don't care if I'm working out even more. I get puffy. My body shows it. So if you have some mental anguish going on, stress, a family member sick, you're not going to look as good. No, I've definitely it had... It ages you. Mm-hmm. 
I am the same exact way. Like, you can see it on my face. I, like, look like a goblin. I mean. I'm not cute. Like, I probably, like, haven't, like, blown my hair out in, like, four or five <laughs> days or, like, left the house. Champagne problem. Yeah. I mean, is it? No. I no. think that's actually more of, like, a PBR Papa Vodka problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is not, like, a Dom Perignon Dom Perignon problem. It's like, oh, the jet won't be here for another three hours, You're darling. Right. Maybe, like, white girl problems. I, I mean, know. yeah, or like, what's less than basic? Like, I don't, know. I don't even know. I do, Whatever. I do have to say, guys, when Abby and I we we met a few weeks ago to write, and she was under a lot of stress, and this is why it's like a, the perfect example. She walked in, and granted, I'm always like jealous of a very skinny girl, and I'm always like, God, oh, you look great. Like, what are you doing? But she did just look like stressed out and like now weeks later after she like finished all the deadlines and got everything done that she wanted to get done and it's kind of like taken the pressure off herself like she literally walked into my building and I was like you are glowing and it is but like it's yeah she's just like more chill now yeah I mean I was like a mess like I did what I had to do but like that was like all I could do and like I was I was like just not a wreck but like how did you like pull yourself out of that I have no idea. Like, I mean, I think it's honestly just finishing what you need to finish and not having that weight on your shoulders. And, oh, like, yeah. also, like, we we're kind of talking – we're both, like, very hard on ourselves. And, like, we expect a lot of ourselves um, because we know we're capable of it. Yeah. So I think it's just executing. And then also, as we were talking about a little bit, like, you have to let go, too. And, like, also, it's not – a great life when you're and I think this kind of like look not like we're any near we're near that stratosphere but it does relate back to Brittany yeah. where like you have to let go because that's not a life and like all of these things that like we're very creative and artistic and we want to put these things out in the world that we're very passionate about but that is not all there is to life I don't think that when we're on our deathbeds and I've never heard of anyone on their deathbed that said oh I wish I'd written that one other thing or been in that one other movie or show or done that it's all about your relationships in life and when you get so much on the grind, those other parts of your life suffer. And I think that was also what was, like, stressing me out so much was because, like, I was on, like, social lockdown and trying to get my shit done. And, like, it was just, like, so isolated because for writing, unless you're working with someone, which is why I'm so glad we are, um, you just kind of, like, become so insulated. And it's just not a good way to live your life. No, it's not. We were touching on it a little bit about being perfectionists and – all that. And you mentioned Brene Brown, the new special on Netflix. And I, I mean, I haven't watched it yet. I've been dying to watch it because a past guest, um, Brian Pataka also like preached her and just quoted the shit out of her. And I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And he actually sent me a book by her. Is there anything that you took away from the special or anything people should look out for? Um, I mean, pretty much the whole thing is like (laughs) a a Pinterest quote, um, in and of itself. But, um, so Call to Courage is what the special is called, and it was from a Teddy Roosevelt speech, um, and it kind of came about because she was being criticized by someone, and the whole thing is about, like, that person was just a spectator, and she was in the arena, and she said this whole, like, long thing kind of sums up as, like, I'm not interested in what anyone who isn't in the arena and who's a spectator, like, has to say about my work, Mm. Um, because her whole thing is if... For those of you who don't know, she is actually um, a researcher and she studies shame and, um, God, I'm going to like, I'm blanking right now because Jacqueline has fed me two glasses of Pinot Grigio. Um, But uh, she says shame and a couple of other emotions and like kind of like how to become the best version of yourself and um, to kind of get rid of the shame, which drives so much of our behaviors. And 
Do you constantly she, feel like people are mad at you? Because that's a huge thing with me. No, I feel like more that like maybe, I mean, I feel like more like because um, I put my foot in my mouth sometimes unintentionally because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm very opinionated and I feel like I've said something that offended them. So it's not that they're mad at me. It's like I fucked up, you know? Yeah. So okay. I like internalize it and put it all on myself. Um, but so she says fear. That's one of her other things. Um, and it's just all about like to like – at least we're in the arena. Like, we might fail and we might be, like, fucking stuff up, but we're in the arena. And if people that are spectators just sitting in the seats are going to criticize us, like, we shouldn't be interested in that. Um, and there's so many other really good takeaways that go with all these really wonderful anecdotes and stories she tells that I don't want to either fuck up or spoil for people. <laughs> um, but it's a really – I think it's only, like, an hour and ten minutes or something, and it is a really useful – like a great use of your time. So you felt more inspired and more powerful. Absolutely. I feel like I need to watch it every few days because you kind of start getting back to living your life and you forget all of these really important things when you're in the moment and getting all crazy and stressed. And Ugh. Well, I hope someone sends this to Brittany or I hope she's watching it. I don't know. Do you think she has Netflix? She doesn't even have a phone right now. Oh God. I mean, I don't think, I don't know. Does she have a Netflix password? Like, oh, well, how can we get it to her? (laughs) (laughs) Brittany. I've shared it with enough people. I know. No, I feel like that. But I think the big thing with her is that everyone's a spectator and they're all judging in the arena that Brittany's actually in that she's been in for the past 20 years. Like, it's insane, all the opinions and everything. Like, I feel like we should all just let her fucking be. Well, and that's one of the things that, like, look, if there is something shady going on, and I don't know, I don't think there, who knows? I didn't think Donald Trump would become, this isn't like a political example, like, if you said 10 years ago he's going to be the president, I think we'd all be like, ah, like, okay. so, like, the unbelievable and the truth is stranger than fiction has happened before mm-hmm. in many instances aside from that and politically and all these things. So, like, <laughs> Is there something nefarious? Zero idea. Is it 100% out of the realm of possibility? No. Because nothing is in this day and age. But I think that, like, one of the big problems with 2007, 2008 was that everybody had so many eyes on her. Mm -hmm. And that that kind of public pressure was one of the things that kind of exacerbated whatever was already going on. And... That's happening again, and it's in the name of trying to protect her and making sure she's okay, but it's still the same thing, and mm-hmm. we're still not giving her peace and privacy at the same time. And it's I'm very conflicted, but of course, like, if something's messed up about the, about the conservatorship and somebody really finds something and is able to, like, prove something or, like, somebody helps her for real and, like, she wasn't – because one of the rumors going around is she doesn't – say anything like on stage when she has a mic or anything like that because she's been threatened with her children being taken away if she does say something that she's just scared to lose her kids so essentially she's kind of like a you know for lack of a better term a hostage within this situation and goes along with the program and so if there if that was the case in some realm of possibility and this helped that of course like I want that but at the same time it was what everyone's doing just as dangerous and detrimental to her, and we don't know that that's going on. So it's, like, such this fine line. And, like, we don't have access to her medical records. Like No, we and nor should we. We Yeah, we shouldn't, and that's the thing. And I also feel like, you know what, it would be really scary if she just was just out just being a human being. Like, you can't do that. The level of fame she has 
and the access people have to everyone now because of social media and just because of our culture and life, like, I don't know if it would be the best idea if she was just totally free to do everything that she wants because we don't know exactly what her mental state is. Right. I mean, I do think, though, that, like, you know, I – we both probably know people with, like – mental illnesses in various kinds and I don't know any that like are not allowed to make decisions for themselves and even if you check yourself into a hospital voluntarily usually when you check out you have your rates back so that's another thing where it's like I'm torn because of course like if there is some specific thing where she is for real incapable of making those kinds of decisions for herself of course she should have somebody doing those for her but I don't know. I have friends that are bipolar, which is what's rumored that she's been diagnosed with. Yeah. Not officially, but, like, they are, like, out, like, driving cars and in society. (laughs) They are. They have friends. They're allowed to choose their friends. And, you know, sometimes they don't make the best choices, but they're their choices because they're adults. So, I don't know. It's a very. definitely the flip side. It's a very difficult. And, like, (sighs) I was talking about being isolated just when I'm working and, like, she's isolated all the time. Like, she really doesn't have any friends. And, like, I also think of how would that not drive you nuts? And your dad telling you every, I mean. Everything. Everything. I got mad today when my dad was trying to tell me how to make scrambled eggs. I was like, let me do it. (laughs) I'm an adult. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Well, I also think Brittany might be either a psychic or can see the future because there's so many videos of her right when she first became famous. A, talking about how she didn't even realize she was famous and that like... I just watched one of those. was just... Yeah, in the back of the car. Sometimes I forget I'm a celebrity. Yeah, sometimes I forget I'm a celebrity. Um, And... I feel like that was just like Britney from Vanderpump, not Britney Spears. Um, and um, Britney from Vanderpump wishes. <laughs> Still enjoy Britney from Vanderpump, but like any like come she's on. a sweetheart. But yes. no, I think she's lovely. But she I doesn't. Mean, that's the queen. Yeah, no, Britney Spears. Um, and from the beginning, she always just wanted to drive. She always just wanted to dance and sing. And By the perform. way, I hate driving. I, I think I that that's so, so fascinating much. that that's what she finds freeing because I Uber everywhere I can because I, I actually like to do meditations and Ubers because oh. I can't do anything else. Wait, besides what there. meditation apps can we do in an Uber? Um, I use the Insight Timer. Insight Timer. And I'm, I love it. I also use a sleep meditation from there where I might be like Manchurian candidate into robbing a bank, but it knocks me out. Really? Oh yeah, I'll show you the one. I mean, I fall asleep during it and I am knocked out for like seven, eight hours. Wait, so can you tell us the names again so the app is called the insight timer and the meditation is by steven weber i want to say because there's a ton of sleep meditations on there it's 59 minutes mm-hmm. um you stretch in the very beginning and then you breathe in relax breathe out calm or breathe in calm i don't remember one of the two relax and calm you breathe in breathe out okay. um and then there was like a countdown and i'm i knock out at some point i never finish it love it and like i definitely have had to take things to sleep for a long point points of and periods of time in my life and this okay. really it just gets you it really gets you yeah it's great um yeah I feel like all those videos of her early on just saying that she just wants to be normal was like a cry for help even back then like she was foreshadowing like what the future would hold and then the lucky video I is mean, all it's it's so just like why weren't we listening to her then well I mean just like to play a little bit of devil's advocate she didn't write lucky Oh, that's true. So, you know. Maybe that was just someone observing. Yeah. Well, I feel like also if we're talking about like a little bit of like foreshadowing, even though this is a while ago now, for the record. (gasps) Thank God you brought it up. I mean. I mean, I think it's one of the best documentaries ever made. 
I'm actually surprised that so much of what's in there was allowed to be in there. Yeah, one hundred percent. That was a huge cry for help that no one kind of, I don't know, responded you know what I keep to. Thinking about what? how when she talks about so many different things and like how she feels like she's in a prison and every day is Groundhog Day. She always kind of like picks herself up and she goes, I go through life like the karate kid. Right. And I just keep thinking it whenever I'm like having a rough day. I'm like, I go through life like the karate kid. I want that embroidered on a pillow. Yeah. Or like tattooed somewhere. Yeah. No, that's not that's, tattooed. That's no, too much that's, text. That's a little bit. That's that yeah. was too much area. Yeah. I feel like that's something that we need to like always remember. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I love that documentary. I, I, my favorite thing about that documentary was like how they shot it in the music too. Mm-hmm. Like everything was so poignant. But I don't know. I feel like if she could bounce back from further record, she could bounce back. Well, they're hearing me, but they're not really listening. That line, I have some of those in my safe videos. Do you? And, yeah. But I even loved watching her just drive. No. <laughs> no, because no, she got to drive. She did get to do that. But uh, even her interacting with her dad in that, like they have. Oh, the cheese grits. Yeah. And the cheese grits was great. And also just their banter. Like they do argue back and forth and he does yell at her. But it's like a father-daughter relationship. Like, it didn't bother me. I was like, this is so funny. And, like, I don't know. I could be completely off and completely wrong. But also, families go through shit. And you don't know what that family is going through right now. And I loved also seeing the videos that are the thing that Jamie Lynn posted, her yeah. sister. The, like, get the fuck out video. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I enjoy that video a lot. Yeah. Um, also, just back to what you said about um, Jamie. Um I do think that he did save her life in 2008. Yes. So regardless of anything, like, and I do think that conservatorship was necessary at the time that it was put in place. So I think we I can don't find think a that happy we can medium. necessarily paint him as this like evil Monster? mastermind no. that's like been orchestrating all this. Like, watch I it think comes that out did. tomorrow. That, I like, know all this shit's happening. Mm-hmm. Guys, we'll we don't record. Know. It's fine. We're just going <laughs> off of what we know, what we've seen. No, I think he did step in and really help out. So you know, like. I think this is all Justin Timberlake's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone with me? No, it's not. Because Brittany, from what I know. He does keep mentioning her, though. He he does. does. I feel like he drops her a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't. I I mean, granted, they broke up because she cheated with Wade, right? Yeah, but I don't know that he was like 100% a saint either. Exactly. But I feel like everything started to unravel. Like, yeah, Wade like, has his own shit. Whatever. Yeah. I don't even want to go into no, exactly, that discussion. But, like, but I feel like we three started. Three sides to every story, right? Yes. Three sides to every story. That's That should be the title of this podcast. Three <laughs> sides to every story. You know, your side, her side, and the truth, whatever. Um, I feel like everything started to unravel once, like, she lost Justin and, like. I was really happy. I was enjoying the Colin Farrell period. Colin, Colin Farrell period, though. Oh, um, that was fun. That was, that was I quick, felt though. like she, yeah, but I felt like she really lived life then. She was having fun. That yeah. was before, that was pre-meltdown. She looked yeah. great. Oh, God. Was that one toxic? That was the, like, toxic era? Probably, I think it probably was. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it was. In the Before zone. Before Kevin Federline, because Kevin Federline came in on the Onyx Hotel tour, which was in the zone. God, Kevin. He just, actually, I take it back. I think Kevin Federline fucked this shit up for yeah. everyone. You know no, what, though? He I do think the babies. He did, and, like, he could probably still say more than he says. Mm, that's true. And I think that, like, yes, she's his meal ticket, but that doesn't stop other people from yeah. slamming other people. So as much as there are things that I'm not a fan of, like... Yeah. He has acted with some sense of dignity and class in some respects. Okay. Let's give it, you know, like we're trying to do a positivity vibe. So, yeah, we, we want to make this very positive. And he's taking care of the kids while she's 
unavailable to. So I do think that's great. You know, there are a lot of people that don't step up to do that. Exactly. So and at least they get to be with their father. They do get to be with their father. He does wear still oversized polo shirts and does He's enjoy a cameo. good golf game. Is he on I cameo? saw him on Cameo recently and I almost was like. You almost got a cameo. No, I didn't, but I just laughed. I watched because you can see what people have done for other people. So I like watched a few that he'd done. Oh my God. Yeah. Are there any good ones in there? God, I don't Give remember. Us the scoop. I mean, it, there wasn't scoop. That was memorable. There wasn't. But I, I did watch them. Oh, God. Maybe we can cut that out along with me hitting Britney in the beginning. No, <laughs> not at all. It's We're keeping it real. That's just oh. how it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of boyfriends, um, what's up? Hi. How are you? Um, the main squeeze just walked in. Uh, one of the things we talked about that was, I don't know, kind of interesting, even in therapy, like growing up, like we were talking about how there's always like a celebrity you can relate to or someone that you I'm not kind growing of... up. This was like last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, well, Hey, you say keep it real. Yeah, no, I love this. Um, that there's always someone you kind of like latch onto or like feel like a connection to. And you mentioned even like your therapist compared either you to Brittany or what no, was that? I talked about Brittany a lot in therapy and I felt like I needed a separate therapist to talk about why I talk about Brittany in therapy. That's but so because for some reason, like, I don't know if it's Louisiana and we're very close to the same age and I just not equate myself to her, of course, but like I think about her in comparison a lot and I was just like having issues with my career and things that were going on. And she was like, okay, like say you get what X, Y, Z in your career, what does that look like or whatever? And she was just saying, trying to think of the right way to phrase this. Like, okay, well, what is it that you want? Is it like this external world or this internal world of pride? And we just like went through a lot of things. And it's funny because when you think of making it or success, especially in the entertainment industry, you think of reaching this certain stratosphere and that would be like a Britney Spears stratosphere because nobody dreams small. Like if you're going to, like, you kind of like think about like the stars um, and you're going to like aim high. But the thing is like Britney then is up in that high place and she's all alone and like, yeah, like she might have this like money or whatever. Um, but she, I think we can all agree is like so lonely and doesn't really have a life. And yet like, Everybody looks to her, even, like, before all of this meltdown stuff, like, oh, she's the hottest girl in the world, and, like, she's the best dancer, and, like, she's fun and funny, and, but, like, meanwhile, she's, like, sitting there being, like, I just, like, want to be, like, normal. Like, we're all looking up to her in this ivory tower, and she's looking down being, like, I just want to be there with you guys. Like, I'm, like, like, who am I? She just wants to go shopping with her girlfriends and drive her little convertible around. Yeah, and, like, it's just, like, this... But I wonder dichotomy if she wasn't famous and was a normal person, if she'd be happy just going shopping and driving around in her convertible. Because I feel like she wouldn't. You know what? I think, like, she might. If she was able to, like, own a dance studio, maybe, or, like, perform somehow, maybe? Yeah. I I mean, it's just, like, as I've, like, gotten older, like, I do, like, realize that it's much more the internal world that makes you happy as opposed to all of these external circumstances. And I think that like, I don't know, who knows, but I used to think like, oh, that would be like the best life ever. And I look at it now. And I also, I think I mentioned like earlier, 
like, oh, I wanted to go to L.A. when I was, like, younger. And, like, I wanted, like, my mom to read me out for pilot season. And I always kind of resented it. And now I think, thank God. And I would never want her life. And if you said you can Freaky Friday with her, I wouldn't do it. Wow. I mean, I just, yeah, right? I mean. That's a tough one. I think that she's been through so much shit also that, like, we have no idea about. I know. There's a lot we don't know. There's a lot that some of the people I know that have danced with her have told me that, like, I can't even say. Where yeah. you're just like, oof. I just feel like. Oof. I don't know any of that, but I feel like they're, yeah. It's funny. I, when I, I was, like, going through a rough time before I moved out to L.A. Like, that kind of transition, like, between, like college and like real life and I even remember I had a therapist who out of nowhere didn't know I was a big fan of Britney's started like quoting I'm not a girl not yet and making all these like parallel analogies about that and but I that always resonated with me like I'll always remember that when I was trying to like make like transitions in life and like think of choices and oh god mine also told me when I was like oh, like Brittany like she was like well you know she has mental illness and I was like okay yes like, no well I want to talk about the things that are positive like I think I think all of it's positive I, she's the best she's the best <laughs> she's the best I just think she needs some time off homegirl has been working nonstop since she was like. 15. Mm-hmm. I think she just needs a break. Someone take her back to Louisiana and just chill and just, oh God, she just needs time off. She needs a break. She needs just to be with her boys and to just be a person. She is worth over $130 million. Like it's time to just stop. I agree. The only thing that I would say is, um, perhaps the structure is good for her. That's and if true. she is, if she does have some kind of illness or whatever, I do know that people have said that like that kind of like routine is actually helpful instead of having idle time. Mm-hmm. So since we don't know, and like, I do think that's one of the things like we're all saying, like give the girls time off and like Jamie shouldn't have her working and all of that. But maybe it is one she of the things that helps keep her healthy. So I don't that. know, like just playing devil's advocate. Like I also think like, I mean how I would love like a year vacation yeah, <laughs> and I cool. haven't worked half as hard as Brittany. So I am totally on board with that. But if the circumstances are that it helps her, then I can see why. I think they just have to find a happy medium because, uh, yeah, in, in all the documentaries and all the things, he would even say, like, she's happiest when she's performing. Mm-hmm. She's happiest when she's dancing. But I think sometimes, even though your work makes you happiest, you need to still, like, just cut off a little bit from it. For sure. But then I think she needs to cultivate more of a real life, and she needs to be allowed to do that. I think she needs to have friendships um and like that is like in legal documents with the conservatorship that she's not allowed to choose her own friends um so if she does that i think she needs to have more of a real life that's what we want we're available Brittany. (laughs) we're (laughs) friends yeah and we know you love west hollywood and louisiana and louisiana and those are two of our favorite places well and new york city new york city and louisiana are mine you like west hollywood yeah no i feel like we should just hang out with brit brit and new york I think that we could cure whatever's going on with her. Oh, God. If it was only that easy. I'm excited because actually it was dropped today that Sony Pictures just got the rights to her musical that's going to hopefully still be produced on Broadway coming up. Mm -hmm. Think. Yeah. Um, And I think we go. Uh, no, we should audition. I think we should definitely oh, try I to be in sing, it. So I'm oh, out. I'll I just mean, support you. There's acting parts. It's no, I don't fine. Think there's non singing parts. I feel like there is. Also, it's. I like the fact that it's like a fairy tale story told through her music. 
It's not just like the story of Britney. I feel like that's a little dark right now. Maybe the Sony movie will be. I don't know. What do you think? You've I written just, a novel. What oh do you God. think? Um, I have no idea. I'm very curious. Like, what would your Britney that... book be? Didn't I write? No. <laughs> You're like, I did write that. <laughs> um, I, uh, no. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I would actually want to take it in like a different direction maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because also her story is so – I mean, look, we're – fascinated I know we're also fascinated I really hope you guys haven't tuned out because it's just something we love to talk about and it's people people are fascinated with it it's just it needs a positive light shown on it yeah I think that we just like want what's best for her as like the person not necessarily like the brand because she's brought us so much joy as cheesy as that sounds but like whenever I'm in a bad mood I put my Britney on shuffle and I am immediately in the best mood exactly Whenever I'm having a bad day, that's that's morning mirror dance. You put Britney Spears on, and you immediately there's something. There's a little extra like hair flip in your step, a little pep. It's my favorite thing to do. I always discover a new song that's my favorite. That's like my favorite for like four or five weeks, and then yeah, it's a great rotation. When I'm teaching classes, everyone loves Stronger right now because they're all rooting for her. It's just it's a lot. I want to know. So we thought we'd play a fun little game with you guys. Um, we've played playing the if field. You're not wasted from the drinking <laughs> game. I know from the amount of times that we have said, Brittany. Um, we thought that doing playing the field because it is the NFL draft. Which this is dropping tomorrow, so it's it, the NFL drafts today. So we thought playing the field would be fun for you guys. So we picked out a bunch of different looks of Britney's, and I thought I would play the field with Abby and see what look she would want for each position okay so i'm just going to tell you what each and by the way this is the just enough section with jacqueline so you will learn what each position of football kind of means and the traits and all that because you know so much about football right oh yeah you know all the things yep oh same as tennis right yes so uh you picked out a bunch of different britney looks or moments or whatever it's called fashion um look it up yes so instead of sports, I think it would be fun to just cast the all-star Britney Spears Super Bowl team. Okay? So um, head coach. So the coach's duties and responsibilities are to accomplish the primary goals of guiding a successful team, overseeing everything. Um, they must perform many tasks. Okay? So it's usually just the person with core duties and the most responsibilities of the entire team who runs the show past picks for head coach have been Andy Cohen, Oprah, Chris Harrison, and Madonna. So what like Britney moment or look 2000 VMAs, I think oh, would have to the stripping that pinstripe suit off with the nude. I love bra. It. I love it. Pants with sparkles. Right? right. So Britney in her, oops, I did it again. Attire from the 2000 VMAs would be your head coach. I think so. Like who could not pay attention to that? <laughs> and like, she had so many things going on and she got it all. It was all working. She was a boss. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're going to do the offense. Uh, we got a quarterback right now. The traits powerful, prettiest. No, I'm also comparing the traits to like, you know, celebrities and stuff and okay. what Brittany would be called. Um, detail oriented. Well, bred. could have been the class president. They called the shots. They have the like best. the ringleader. They yeah. call the shots. Oh, I think you just picked your quarterback. Who do you think it is? I think that it would be Circus. Um, wait, but I like the outfit 
in the dance break where it's like the little like kind of like sports bra crop top the let's go when she's doing that whole thing all right so crop top and it's like the little skirt yes that's hot that's really hot crop i mean that, she honestly is so hot in that whole video i know it's so good and that's from for the record that's where they filmed yeah. it so she was very impatient i things, remember during that the <laughs> larry larry <laughs> She's very impatient. I, I get that. I get again, that too. See, that's why I feel connected to Brittany. I'm super impatient. About see, stuff like that's that. so funny. You know, they only, she only lets her hair and makeup team work on her for 20 minutes. And I have heard that, and that that's why she usually wears like her hair up and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's just like the ring around the eyes. Mm-hmm. She loves the ring around the eyes. I feel like everyone else is like, please stop. Okay, running back traits: fast talker. Girls want to be her. Guys want to date her. Comedic relief. Jack of all trades. This player does it all, lining up either behind or beside the quarterback. So he runs, he catches, he blocks. He'll even throw a pass from time to time. A running back is normally a player who is a quick runner and thrives on contact. I think I'm going to go with baby one more time, Brittany, in the schoolgirl outfit. Yes. That's a good one. Because, like, she was still, like, a team player. Like, she had, like, her whole, like, basketball team dancing behind her. So, you know, that was shot at Venice High School. Um, And so every time I drive by it, I'm, like, literally, like, I need to, like, stop my car and get out and just, like, go. But then I'm, like, you're trespassing on school property. Like, (laughs) um, so it's only if, like, there's, like, not children present because I don't want to be arrested. Because I just feel like, yeah. No, I love it. I feel like we need to do a photo shoot there. We should. We should go do that one day. Just find, like, an Abercrombie model to sit in the background. Which, did you know that guy was her cousin? That was her cousin. It was great. I know. Okay. Baby one more time video. Brittany. Okay. Fullback. Okay. Traits of a fullback. Curvy, throw shade, can hang with the cool girls, might have a record deal, cabaret act, give zero fucks. It's a hardier version of a running back, but in the modern game, usually more of a lead blocker out on the backfield. Fullbacks are normally good runners and have exceptional strength, but they're a little sassy. I think I'm going to go with Till the World Ends, Brittany. Oh, curveball. I always forget about that yeah, one. Yeah, like the, the leotard with like the leather jacket with the spike. Yeah, or um, what was the single after that? Uh, Criminal. Uh, I want to go. Go, go. Right. Oh. I want to go, Brittany, giving, yeah, fuck mm-hmm. you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. I love, I do like that. Give me whatever the video. It's a good it's like one. when I tell my boss, like, whatever. Okay, so till the world ends, I want to go era femme fatale. Yeah. Era Brittany. Yeah, femme fatale is our fullback. That femme fatale fullback. Mm. It works, guys. Yeah, playing on words. Okay, how are we doing? Are we getting things? Do you like this? I love it. Are you I know, kidding? This I is could fun. do this like every single day. Guys, we're doing sports things and we're doing Britney things. Okay, the offensive line. So this is a bunch of people. So you can pull together. This could be a bunch of different like Britney video looks or it could just be one, whatever. Traits, it could be if it was on a Real Housewives show, like friend of title or they only lasted like one to three seasons they are there to indicate or move the story along they can definitely fight talk shit gossip but they are loyal but they can be a follower so um basically the positions on the field are left tackle left guard center right guard and right tackle the offensive line is usually made up of the biggest strongest players on the team Oh, that's hard. I know. And this is Brittany or a Brittany adjacent person? It could be Brittany adjacent. It doesn't have to be Brittany. Okay, because like I was going to say like he who shall not be named, but he's not like the biggest, strongest. And like I also don't want to give him that kind of like shout out. So I want to actually nix that. No, who? (laughs) No, you have to say it. No, because I don't want him. He's not my choice. Okay, fine. 
Um, can you read it like one more time? One more time. Okay. Sorry. Um, do you want like the traits of like yeah, the, the person? Okay. Of the person. Friends of title. Only lasted like one to three seasons on like a reality show. Indicates but moves story long. Can okay. definitely. Okay. Justin. Justin. Okay. Justin Timberlake could be. He's a good he offensive the story line. along. He moved the story along. One to three seasons. Yeah. One to three seasons. You're right. So Justin Timberlake. And he's Timberlake, still like very strong in his own right. Justin Timberlake with like the rest of NSYNC is her offensive line. Yeah. She needs them right now actually. I feel like that would be a great offensive line for Grande Brittany. Ariana Grande stole them. Oh God. Well Justin wasn't there. That's why Justin would be there for Britney's and he probably wouldn't, but still that's in my, in my dreams. He do you would think be. that they will ever do a duet? Cause that's been rumored. <sighs> I don't I think don't Jessica Biel would let that happen. I feel like Jessica Biel is probably not that threatened, but I, I just don't think she's like... threatened by her, but it would just be like kind of a weird. It's a little disrespectful. I wouldn't be bit. cool if like my husband was doing that. But also if Jessica Biel like was a Britney fan at one point, maybe she would see how like sad Britney is now. I'd <laughs> be like, just do it. Just do it for her. Just make out with her too. Like it'll give her a smile. Do it for everyone. She needs it. All right. We're down to wide receivers. We got a few more. Okay. Traits. Always the peacekeeper, the advice giver. It could be the mom of the group. Very wise. Fee. Fee. (laughs) Okay. The wide receivers are Fee and maybe like Jamie Lynn, her sister. Yeah, I like that. Fee and Jamie Lynn. Maybe Why? add some Laurel and Covington in there, too. Oh, look at you. Fee, Jamie Lynn, Laurel Lynn. Oh, I loved Laurel Lynn. Not Allie Sims. No. <laughs> fuck Allie Sims. Fuck Allie she Sims. She was so just, she was a Remember social climber. Remember when she dated climber. Jason Kennedy? Yeah. God. Not, uh, speaking of social climbers, as we were earlier. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. Okay. Tight end traits. This player is a hybrid between a receiver and an office, off, I can't talk, offensive lineman. His duties include blocking for both the quarterback and the running backs, but he can, he can also run into the field and catch passes. So he can, like, basically do anything. Like this is her dad. These are the traits I gave for, like, what the person would actually be like. Could be a supermodel. Has, oh. <laughs> has been to rehab. Maybe oh. dated well, an Well, didn't A-list. your dad go to rehab? Yes. Maybe dated an A-list adjacent celebrity, a bitch, new money, very competitive, conniving. Her dad's definitely in the tight end. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, JJ Chill didn't take off? <laughs> I never went there and I always wanted to, to be honest. Oh, man, dad. I love I never went to Nyla either. I went to Nyla. Was it good? I, oh my God, I did so many bad things at Nyla. They had, Ooh, I drank underage there. It, I that was post- me at Jones. Oh, really? Jones, I was banned for life, but I've been back a lot. Oh I actually, it's my like, date spot now. How did, so every time I go on dates now, I'm like, oh, I've been banned for life. <laughs> how did you get banned for life from Jones? I was like underage. And so, but me and like a few of the other girls that I was with that were overage, we were all like drugged. And so we were like hot messes. <gasps> and I like allegedly like Teresa, Judice, Judice, whatever you, like, the fuck. You flipped a table on Yeah, someone? like allegedly. Like, I don't recall this, but they're like, you're never coming back here. Hence again, I go there on like every date. So... You're so adjacent to this podcast that makes me like you even more as a person that you flipped a table. I mean, I didn't actually flip a table, though. I Maybe I, like, as Trey said, she sh- maybe I shifted it, but shifted. I, like, didn't. I, like I didn't that. flip an actual table. Like, you see, like, my arms. I can't flip a table. I feel like you could if you got mad enough. Yeah, but I'm not that angry. Yeah, that's true. You're much more chill than I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd flip a table. I can get there. Yeah. Like, but I got to really be disrespected. Yeah. No, Jones is a great date spot, by James the way. James is a great date spot. Best West dirty Hollywood. martini in the city, I think. It's a really good honest. dirty. So Nyla had the best Cosmo. Really? In New York City. 
And I even, this is how like, stu- like I went, I went with my parents and my best friend Carla. And this was probably when I was like 19. And we even like managed to convince like the waiter, like when my parents, like they like went to the bar, they did something in the restaurant or maybe they left us early. That might've been it. And we were like staying in the city. We convinced the waiter kids. I don't recommend doing this to let us smoke cigarettes at the table at our booth in Nyla. I didn't know you smoked. I know. Well, I, I mean, who I didn't I in the early two thousands when they were I know. in college? We were stupid. Bad. Don't smoke cigarettes. They're gross. Um, okay. Kicker. Traits. Potster. So it could be a celeb drop in a big deal. Cast member. Paris Hilton. <laughs> Paris Hilton's definitely the kicker. The kicker is responsible for kickoffs and field goals. They're strong-legged players who can kick accurately from a tee on kickoffs and from a holder on field goals. Yeah, parents always, Paris always kind of like held it together no matter what, I feel like. I feel like that was like a little bit of her thing, though. Like yeah. she was the one that held it together and let like Lindsay and Brittany look like messes. Yeah, she really had fun with that. Like I feel like she was the one maybe like feeding them shots yeah, while she was like taking the water girl. shot. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Or maybe just doing a line or two more than them. Who knows? Um, anyway. Defense. Okay. Their job is to... Pro- wait. What am I doing? Uh, defensive line. Okay. Their traits. Groundbreaking. Get shit done. Strong-willed. They could plan a party, a vacation. They have major throwdown. They'll go to jail for you, but they'll also fight for their family. They have no fears. Do you want to hear what their job is actually yeah. on the play? Okay. Their job is to shed the blocks of the offensive linemen and tackle ball carriers. They're taking everyone down like a karate kid. Um, usually running backs come through the line or quarterbacks dropping back to pass. If a player is on the defensive line, they're generally big and strong. Ooh. Big and strong, Brittany. <sighs> Um, I stronger. I would yeah, go for I stronger. Say, I was just thinking, literally, I was thinking, hush, dust, Yeah, that's, that's it. Brittany stronger, but at like the American music awards when she did like the rock, the rock. and roll. Oh, yes. it's so good. I watched that on Instagram it's a lot. So we do. It's so good. It's like, did you see that meme? It's like, I don't rock, like rock music. And then like, yes. never mind, basically. Yes. Oh. Stronger. And that outfit she had, the oh. jeans and that like uh, cropped. Oh, oh, she was so And the choreography. Hot. I feel like Brian Freeman did that too. The choreography the of that was. Just the night. It, was it was all so good. She was just like the baddest bitch, but like sweet at the same time. Oh God. Yeah. I feel like there needs to be like a Pepsi because I kid you not, if I know there's the Britney bitch um, podcast, one of the um, hosts of it is a DJ and he plays the like Pepsi actual, like her song that oh, she did. Oh, I love that F- song. It's the such a good song. song. The, the red. Just yeah. enjoy the red. And the, but, um, oh, what's God. the. Ba, 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 no, but I'm trying ba. to think of the, oh, the, um, God, um, are you trying to think of the, like the tag of it? No, I'm trying to think of the lyrics. Yeah, that, but there was a part in it where it's just, it's it, like, just I so loved good. it and I'm, I watch all the time. So of course I'm blanking out on it. All right. But I love it. I feel like stronger and the pepsi theme song britney with like everyone from the pepsi theme song would be on my defensive line too yeah right okay pepsi that was themes. great i mean that was it like was that's so why good. like i can barely watch super bowl commercials anymore no. because i yeah, wish was super bowl halftime show because oh, why bother there's so many things that i wanted to talk about i've like knocked over the equipment four times this is really 
really amazing. Um, I I feel like my favorite Super Bowl performance was Britney Aerosmith, Justin, Nelly, Mary, everyone. How is it not? I mean, all Even of that. Even like just like the Aerosmith song. I mean, the Aerosmith's my favorite band. It's just like all the things. Like it's so good. I'm the one that jaded. And the yeah, they would be my Super Bowl. Oh god, they would be my Super Bowl um, performance for Britney's Super Bowl team. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. And then who, last but not least, who would be your mascot for Britney's whole um, Super Bowl team? Her kids. You guys, I wish you could have seen how Abby said that. It was so sweet and so genuine. It would be small tie and tater, small fry and tater tot. I can't talk anymore. That's really adorable. Right? Oh like, my I God. feel like that's the best representation of her and who she loves most. Those so. are her mascots. Oh, I could cry. Sean Preston and Jane Jane. Sean Preston and Jaden are her mascots. Guys, we did it. We did Britney's Super Bowl team. I hope that you guys weren't terribly bored by that. I know. I really hope so, too. I hope you just relived all your Britney moments. I do want to say um, my head coach would be a different Brittany Who than is yours. Your mine, Who's mine? Yours. <laughs> no. no. Who's my head coach? I don't even remember. Was your it the VMA? head coach. Mine is a VMA. Was it snake? Mine for you sla- with banana. Snake. Yeah, mine would be the slave for you with banana because you're gonna listen to me, bitch. I'm holding a snake and there's a tiger tied to me behind me. Like that would be my head coach, and I feel like she was running shit at like that was the highest of Britney's like everything that year. I think that was two thousand one. It was. You yeah. go back and listen to the. It's by the, way, the only way I like really know yours is by that, like <laughs> because I know two thousand was the striptease in two thousand one. People, you know, people are like, oh, you remember like two thousand three? I'm like, um, oh yeah, that Britney. Oh, you know what Britney I didn't say, Brittany. which I loved the TRL for the in the zone where she performed. Um, me against the music and boom boom where she had those brown leather pants that was was a really good one that i watched that video a lot at the gym is that your favorite performance i couldn't i mean if i've that's one of my favorites the um oh oh baby slash hot as ice from the circus tour which if you don't know she goes into she had the magician guy from see by the bell Mm -hmm. um she goes into like a box um, during the end of Oh, oh Baby, and then he like lets it go, and then she appears on a totally different side of the stage and comes up for Hot as Ice, and I mean, it's just so hot. I mean, it changes all the time, but that's a really big one. So is the Boom Boom. Yeah. <laughs> You're in, like, Britney ecstasy. It makes me so happy. I feel like I'm trying to think of my favorite Yeah, what is Brittany. your favorite Britney performance? And will you tell the audience, too, like, when you became obsessed with Britney? Yeah, I feel like I have said it before on a podcast, but I'll say it again if we still have people listening. Um, I, uh, I want to say I did love, like I felt like we didn't get enough of her, but the moment, her first VMA where it was like Britney, Britney Spears, and I was like over here, over here, and then it was just. Oh, the hit me, hit me baby one more time. And like all of that. Like I love that. But then when NSYNC came on, I was kind of over it. Um, and then, yeah, the, honestly for you, I can't, I can't, I can't that get over how perfect the sexiest things I've ever, I feel like Brittany taught me about like what being sexy was. Yeah. There was a stillness about her. And I find that always like, she always keeps like kind of her shoulders and her collarbones a little still. And I know people call her Stephanie now, but there is a certain technique to how her body moves. I've just studied it because I've had to play her in a show and I tried to get it as 
close as I possibly can. You know, my friend but... that saw the show was like, your friend was so on point with like her hands oh, and Brittany. God, and... man. I, you said you want to meet her. I don't think I could meet her. Like I could would, definitely meet her, but I am not saying I wouldn't cry. Yeah, I would. I've cried every single time she's walked out on stage while I performed, while she performed, while I performed. Like she's walking out on stage while I'm performing. Um, how did I? I fell in love with Britney. It wasn't even on MTV. It was I saw Baby One More Time on like a random music channel. That was it. Much music. Yes, I think that was it. I definitely watched Much Music. As well. Yeah, and I remember seeing that. I remember putting a videotape, I'm totally dating, aging myself, putting a videotape in and recording it and then walking into my dance academy and forcing my teacher, my competition teacher to just watch this video and be like, I don't know what this dancing is, but like, this is something next level. Like, this is huge. I love this. She was like, great. That's great. And then I just became obsessed with her and I became obsessed with anyone that choreographed or was doing her stuff. And to have Darren's dance grooves. Oh yes. Yes. I, I was lucky enough to actually go to like conventions and competitions where Darren taught and Brian Friedman and that's pretty freaking cool. Wade and all that. I was not very good. And I always kind of like stood in the back, but it was kind of the same thing as like, Oh my God, these people have breathed the same air as her. And I'll, I'll and just you call me creepy. I know. I'm so creepy. Yeah, I'm the worst. I have a crit. Yeah. And so that was just something. And I remember like even in high school, I, oh God, I don't know why. It wasn't, I never looked up to her as like she a role such model. A charisma. Yeah. There's just something about her. She I, has the X factor. She really does. She's it. It. And I feel she's like. She's Britney bitch. We, she's Britney bitch. We might not ever get that it factor back. You know what? But it's in just transformed. It's a different it. And you know, yeah. as. Not to be, like, all hippy-diffy, but as, like, people evolve and grow, it's just different. Oh, and we also I, – I wanted to mention this. Um, I we, we covered a lot of the questions that people, like, wrote in for us. And there was oh, one – people wrote in questions? Yeah, people wrote in questions, exciting. but we kind of covered everything. But uh, there was one I didn't – I'm trying to pull it up. There's one that I didn't cover that um, I feel like is a good question. Omar – or Mar Rodriguez Luck Star on Instagram wrote um, how her fan base is very powerful. He had questions about that and wanted to know what we thought about how powerful her fan base is. And I think how. it's amazing. I think that all everyone's actions are guided by their love for this performer and this woman, and they're trying to just make sure she's okay and. I think that it's really lovely, like, that she's moved people to that level. I think that's any artist's dream, that they produce work that helps people feel something. What do you think? No, I feel like if she is having a bad day or is going through a lot, I think her fans actually, even though it got a little crazy. (laughs) You know what? I actually, this is going to sound so horrible, so I might ask you to cut it out, but, um, when you don't feel something, even if it's something you did mm-hmm. and you're not feeling that about yourself, um, because people have like, when I've been in like weird places with like my career and like when I was in like weird phases of my book and somebody told me they loved it, it almost like, it, it just bounces off you and it almost feels like you're like that yeah. you're so dissociated from that, that mm-hmm. it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's the cumulative effect for her. Do you know what I mean? It's just like. She has so much love and support that she just feels that in general out there. Yeah. But, like, sometimes when you're feeling 
odd. We'll just cut this out. No, <laughs> we're not cutting this yeah. out because I totally get what you're saying. No, like it when doesn't somebody matter. tells me that like, they love my book and I'm like in a weird space with it because of something that's going on, it kind of like I'm like, okay, like thing like it's like I am nicer, obviously, because it's like I appreciate their sentiment, mm-hmm. but it doesn't connect with me as a person, which is like also like some like weird artist thing, which yeah. is like why you go to therapy. Um yeah. Got that. <laughs> but uh I'm not, I just mean that I don't think that's, like, something that, like, sustains her. I think it's more just, like, the love and, like, that general feeling she and that feeling of support. Love. She really does. Yeah. I think, by the way, if you're going to love something, love, love. Exactly. Yeah. You need to all just love, love. <laughs> there you go. And I, I do get that. Like, sometimes if you're just in a bad place or you're really in your head, it doesn't matter how many people tell you it's great yeah. or you're great you know, you or whatever. You do a comedy set and, like, people are like, that was, like, I really laughed. And, and you focus like, on, like, the mm, one thanks. thing that was wrong with it yeah, or like, whatever. I didn't say that the way I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Well, maybe your fans don't mean anything that. No, I do no. think they mean something. I no. truly do. But I just don't. I think that it's more than just, like appreciating the art you know yeah and oh I definitely think that for sure and I I hope someday she does actually by the way I think she's incredibly inspirational because even with this think of anyone that's been through the public scrutiny and like tear down that she has and has come back so by the way like I drink too much and I like say something stupid to like one person I won't go out with that group for like six months you know what I mean and this woman has been on international stage yeah and has had public falls. And well, that's also the thing that she said. And who knows if she actually said it or if someone scripted it up for her. But she is strong and she does keep getting back up. And she has her Sean Preston and Jaden to live for. And I think her family and she's close with them. And, you know, I think everything is going to be okay. And I hope. I hope that everyone is looking out for her best interest and we don't have like a tragic like Marilyn Monroe type situation or, you know, like that I think is the scariest. And that's why I think she just needs a little time off. She can put out her little dance gym workout videos, Mm -hmm. be with her boyfriend and just like chill for a little bit and get back to her. Yeah. I think like you're, you're pretty on the money with like, I think we can all be maybe a little bit concerned at a distance since yeah. we don't see something that's like blatantly. No. Anyway, you know. um, I loved talking about this and I could talk Britney things. Is there any other Britney stuff that you want to touch on or that we didn't? Like, I mean, there's like years, but I'm not going to bore anybody with any of that. I know. I feel like there's so many more Britney things. I'm sorry. You guys didn't need to hear my, my singing voice. Um, uh, I could go through a quick like Britney, like what's your favorite Britney album? Oh, this changes. Um, oh. Right now, and on, honestly, nothing to do with the current situation, but it's blackout right now. Oh. Um, I go, I really cycle through them. Um, but I, I really love Oh, Oh, Baby. Like, it's just like my favorite song of the moment right now. I listen to it all the time. That, and I do, I love Hot as Ice too. I can listen to both of those on yeah. repeat for hours and hours. That's how I feel about Get Naked. I like Get Naked. Get Naked's great. And I like Toy Soldier. Toy. And Get Back. Get Back is one of my favorites. Oh my God, guys, Ugh. if you want songs to work out too, just the entire Blackout, Blackout. album. Yeah. Glory. Um, um, I like Coupar Electric, if that's how you say yes. it. Yes. I love oh, that one. Such a um, good one. I love um, No Seor Cortez. I think I'm going to make sexy. you change your mind. <laughs> They're like, you don't have to cross the line. I'm going to make you change your mind. Yeah, look no at that. Cortez. Um, I love that one. Make Me. Um, we were trying to find a video for you guys um, that we were unable to find. Yeah, we watched the, the first. Was that the first cut that they made? It was the first cut 
the original Make Me that allegedly David LaChapelle directed, but then he said, like, that's not my video yeah. after it leaked. But there was, like, a video of Britney, like, screaming on set saying, I don't like this. This is stupid. I get or it. Something. I get um, it. Listen, get, get it, girl. Like, use your voice. Well, that's the thing. Like, she obviously has opinions. She obviously is saying her truth. Um, what's her favorite Britney Spears magazine cover? <laughs> I should have prepped you before I this. Uh, I could tell you mine. It might be the one that's sitting. It's sitting, sitting yeah, table. it's sitting right in that, front of us. And also, do you know the one? Is it inside that with the spread where she's got like all the pearls on? Oh, like uh, let's underwear check it and, out. Like, it might be. I feel good. like that's a similar era. If it's not yeah. inside, it's um, Rolling Stone. It's a Rolling Stone. It's October second, two thousand three. Right. Rolling so Stone. So one of my best friends in the or like my best friend in the whole world, Nate. He like sold everything um him and his husband they moved on to a sailboat um they sold their cars they quit their jobs everything oh that's a great one um and he gave me his signed britney spears poster to have custody of while he's away and so like that was like my one solace is i have a signed britney spears poster from piece of me oh wow I, I didn't think that I could be more um, jealous of you. Oh, yeah. Than I am now. Um, no. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, we might have to post a picture of that. I will. You know what? So I haven't gotten it framed yet, <laughs> even though I've had her for like How three months. How dare you? I oh. know. It's like been the like, last thing on my list, unfortunately. What's your favorite Britney look of all time? I, I don't. I can't. There's too much running through my head. In There's the too much. Mine is we're staring at it right now. It's Which one? a Dolce Gabbana lace mini oh, dress. That's it's a great what one. I just everything that happened it's that night at sexy. the VMAs, 2001. It's a bra and bottom. That's a goals outfit right there. That I want is. the pinstripe suit over that outfit, and I want to rip it off at some you know, event. I actually also just really love her sometimes in jeans and like a sexy like. There's one. There's a photo of her somewhere in like jeans and like a sexy like striped boat neck off the shoulder crop top oh yeah and she kind of has shorter hair which i wasn't the biggest fan of i like it a little bit longer but it's so with hot. the stella mccartney gray backless jumpsuit that she wore with that the short oh. hair that was a moment that was great i love the short hair there that's about it that was probably the only time i liked the short for the, all the promotion of oops i did it again it was a really cute blunt short mm-hmm. bob before we knew that was a thing. Um, I'm just looking in this magazine and one of the quotes says, I can be in the dumps of dumpsters and go put on a new pair of shoes and then it's okay. So should we send her some shoes? I think we should all just Please, send her some apparently shoes. Apparently we all know where she is. Yeah, now. I know. Well, apparently some people have been deep diving yeah. trying to find where she is. Oh my just God, look at Scarlett Johansson's mullet. I know. Magazine. God, just guys, order this magazine off like Amazon. Oh, so the point, the reason why I brought up the whole poster thing is because he also gave me um, some of his Rolling Stones and his Britney DVDs because on a sailboat there's like not that much room. So he's like, here, take all this Britney stuff. Oh, God. That's amazing. That's a good friend right there. Yeah, I mean, like, I probably have to give it back when, like, they come back in two years. But yeah, whatever. I- I'm keeping the poster, though, from framing it. That's all I was good. Like, sorry. This is mine. You broke my heart by leaving. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite Britney karaoke go-to? Would you oh, recommend so, get, well, like, a, a room did, going? I um, did on vacation last year because there's a karaoke bar on this little island we go to, so I knew that it would never – my dad, unfortunately, recorded it. Um, I did Gimme More because I figured I couldn't be worse. I was worse. <laughs> Oof. Oof. 
Well, that's not like a lot of lyrics. That's kind of, I find with a karaoke song, if you're just repeating the same thing over and over again for three minutes, it's kind of rough. Like it kind of kills a room. I mean, and I also tried to like emulate her dance moves, which again, you would think, hmm, this was not difficult. Like I saw it and was unimpressed, which by the way, now too though, still iconic, like more so compared to like most people's regular routines. Oh, 100%. I couldn't even do that now. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Give me, give me more. Okay. I think give me more. Also, I found with karaoke, because I've done, like, I'm a slave for you for, like, a full room at the Belmont thinking it would murder. I didn't know the Belmont had karaoke. Oh, I haven't been to the Belmont God, in a really long time. Yeah, for do the I past 10 years, Sunday nights at the Belmont karaoke. Do I need to do this? Yes, you do. Also, because I'm producing a comedy show there called Fuck, Mary Kill coming up when? in June. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll get my set ready. Yes, there you go. Yeah. I, um, I'll um i post all the details about that. I'm co-hosting it with Luciana Gatica. It's really fun. And we'll be doing it at the Belmont in the side room. Also, um, yeah, at the Belmont, I tried to do I'm a Slave for You. Never do a karaoke song that has, like, a lot of choreography that's, like, heavy. Like, it's more about the song and you just keeping energy going. I feel like the choreography should not be an element. Okay. I don't know. That's just my opinion. And last but not least, I want to know, who do you want to see Britney collab with? If she feels like making more music, like, who would be your dream collab? The Rolling Stones. Ooh. My two ultimates. The two... The two apples of my eye. That would be it. Just... Yeah. Brittany and Mick, which they actually, and that VMAs that you love, yeah. they did a joint interview and apparently, and you know, she did Satisfaction, Satisfaction, but apparently she had no idea who he was. Oh, no. But like, we forgive Brittany. I forgive Brittany. I forgive her too. That's fine. She's all good. Um, but yeah, I think that would be really badass. I've always, because Brittany and Jay-Z were kind of always, <laughs> my number ones were Brittany, Jay-Z, Dave Matthews, and Aerosmith. <laughs> And I feel like Sherry out of, did Aerosmith. Yeah, Sherry did Aerosmith. So I would love to see Britney and Jay Z. That'd be hot. Collab together. I don't know if he'd ever, ever do that, but I would love to see that collab together. Like you know how he collabed with Mariah Carey. I feel like we could do like a '90s throwback, like a '90s throwback rap with Britney and Jay Z. Hell yeah! I think that would be very I mean, exciting. I just get excited about anything for her, and I only want the best for her. Truly, and like she's made me so happy throughout my life that like. I just hope that she feels like a smidge of that mm -hmm. in her own. Yes. It's very, I'm getting cheesy. I did the whole kids are her mascot. I know like you really did. Deep. I'm getting all mushy. No, it's adorable. Well, guys, um, I hope you are fighting through the rest of your week like a karate kid. Um, I, I love talking about Brittany. Please send me your questions and like, let me know what you guys want us to talk about if we pick up a copy of according to a source oh you're gonna pimp yourself out again soon hold on um <laughs> yeah if you want us to do a britney part two send me your stuff i want to know what you guys want us to talk about um send it to me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com or you can just dm me at jacqueline marfuji marfuji or at abby stern let us know what you want to hear um abby pimp yourself out um you can find me at Abby Stern on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, according to a source, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target.com, Audible, um, Kindle, anywhere. It's a Devil Wears Prada with a Hollywood twist. The Zill Report called it a summer must read. That's, so I mean, pimp yourself out. So yeah, you know, I'm gonna go like full Heidi Fleiss. Um, so report summer must read. Yeah, Pop Fuck Sugar, yeah. Goop, um, yeah, everywhere. People Magazine, just check it out. You've done a lot of cool shit, and you're on to even cooler shit. Um, that with she, you, yeah, with me. That yeah, guys, look out for it. Um, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having me. This I just feel like I. 
You, you made all my Britney dreams come true. Oh, that's so nice. Yes. Um, and also, Meatballs, uh, please, if you want to see Brian Friedman, judge me, um, come to the Comedy Store May I'll be 7th. There. Yes. I'm putting it in my iCal as we speak, yes. legit. Um, May 7th. And um, it'll be really fun. Uh, the doors open at 7.30 p.m. The show's at 8 p.m. They'll be dancing. They'll be comedy. They'll be special effects, special guests. They'll be all the things. Um, and also... I um I post all my comedy show dates just on social media, so at Jacqueline Marfuji or on my website, JacquelineMarfuji.com. Uh, again, please, 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 I love doing this podcast and I can't keep it going without you guys supporting it. So rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. Meatballs, this is What's Your Jersey Podcast. I'm Jacqueline Marfuji, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up because you were born this way, baby. Told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.